Hello, I'm Amy from Vienna and I'm a Thronesy. I'm Tamara, I'm from Minnesota and I'm a Potterhead. I'm Zoe, I'm from France and I'm a Thronecoat. I'm Carla from Melbourne and I'm a Murderino. I'm AJ, I live in Wasaga Beach, Canada and I am part of the Supernatural family. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Allison. And this is the Fandom Based Life Podcast. The podcast that explores and celebrates fandoms and the communities and friendships they create. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sarah. Hi, Allison. I'm so excited for this episode um, where we explore Supernatural. I'm terrified. I don't feel prepared. I don't feel smart enough. Uh, I don't feel like I've seen enough of the show. I have made it almost to the end of season seven. That's better but... than I'm still like in the middle of season two. But I still I feel like uh, we got a really good taste of the fandom, even though we haven't finished the show all the way. Um, yes. Yeah. So it's uh, life. Real life has been kind of getting in the way of fandom based life but i know it's so annoying i just want had, to watch all had, of supernatural but you've had some exciting news recently you got a new job i did get a new job yes i'm gonna be working with a bunch of cool entrepreneurs in an office space that uh, rents out desks and offices to uh, tech startups so hopefully, maybe I can find someone to help me with the tech side of this podcast so we can sound even more amazing than we already do. I know. Episode three uh, means that this is the third uh, different recording device that I've used. <laughs> <laughs> and I still feel like I just can't dial it in. So to all of our listeners, thank you for being patient with our technical difficulties. We're doing the best we can. Uh, Considering we live across the ocean from each other, I think we're doing pretty all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm also going to apologize in advance if my dog makes any noises. He is currently Bowie, as you know, if you heard the last episode. He's currently uh, lying down, not asleep beside me, and I'm hoping he will stay that way. But you never know what happens. There could be a squeak or a growl or a fart <laughs> coming from his direction sure. uh, just just blame any strange noises you hear on bowie not on he me. might uh he might burp a lot too just putting that out oh, there. he belches <laughs> he belches like a demon <laughs> i'm surprised black smoke doesn't come out of his mouth sometimes um so oh i wanted to start this episode in a very winchester way let's see if this works just cracking open a cold one for oh. Sam and Dean. Cheers. I got mine going. Cheers to you. Cheers to the Winchesters. And cheers to the SPN family. We hope cheers, we guys. can do you some justice today. Uh, I've, um, we haven't been talking. We haven't, this is so unnatural for Allison and I because we haven't, we've been trying to save all of our fangirling for the podcast. So we have had like almost total radio silence about our feelings and the things that we're discovering. And it's just very unnatural to not tell Allison my every thought and emotion that I have that comes into my brain. So I'm that's what I'm most excited about is finally, after weeks and weeks, getting to fangirl with you about this amazing Yay. show. 
Oh my god, I'm so excited. We've been talking, <laughs> we've been nerding out so hard. I'm like, I can't wait to share this with you. Because I'm, I'm obviously a bit deeper in on my end, but you've been reading all the fan fiction and I have oh read god. none, so I can't wait to hear the glorious fan writings you've discovered in your I have done time. little else in my life uh, <laughs> for like the past two weeks. My family and my husband have been super tolerant of me just staring at my phone reading all this amazing fan fiction, so... Uh, sorry, Peter. Sorry, guys. Not sorry. Mama's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's very important stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. Shall we dive in? I think this is going to be quite a lengthy episode, and I'm not certain that it's all going to end here. You know, we may have to come and do a follow-up at some point. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. We are absolutely winging this, so uh, hold on tight because yeah. we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> we have no idea how this is going to go, so we'll give it a shot and... Uh, Give us your feedback and we'll uh, try to improve for the next episode. That said, let me start by telling those of you who aren't already in the SPN family a little bit about what the heck Supernatural even is. Um, so Supernatural is an American fantasy slash horror television series uh, that first started airing in 2005 on the WB, um, which is now changed over to the CW and that's where it continues to air. The show focuses on brothers Sam and Dean Winchester, who travel around America in a 67 Chevy Impala, um, lovingly referred to by Dean as Baby. And uh, they travel around hunting ghosts and demons, vampires, and all manner of supernatural creatures. Uh, A lot of it's based on er American urban legends and lore, which is kind of cool. The series was originally only meant to be three seasons long, but expanded to five. So the fifth season concluded the main storyline, so you're not there yet. Nope. Um, and after the fifth season, the writer, Eric Kripke, um, left the series as showrunner. Um, and But the show carried on, as we know, and has gone on for several more seasons. Um, it's about to start its 13th season, which will air in October. Oh my goodness. And once it hit 11 seasons, it actually officially became the longest running American fantasy series. Woo! Which is pretty crazy. That is awesome. Yeah. So Sam and Dean are played by very handsome, two very handsome actors. Oh my God. And this is how I think I've even heard of this show, because you see, like, even if you're not in the fandom, you see their faces and their gifts all over the internet, everywhere. Mm-hmm. One of the things about Supernatural is they say they have a gift for absolutely everything, and so far it seems to be true in my uh, my earnest beginnings. <laughs> um, so Sam is played by actor Jared Padalecki, who uh, some of you may remember from Gilmore Girls. That's where I know him from. And what is very frustrating is that in Gilmore Girls, his name was Dean. And in this show, his brother, who is played by Jensen Ackles, name is Dean. And I still sometimes slip up and mix up their names because he's Dean. So there's like two Deans on the screen for me. I don't know if anyone else has that problem. You need to figure that out quick. I'm working on it, man. I mean, I love them, but yeah. So it's Sammy and Dean. Those are our boys. Um, I have a fun fact for you. So you have decided you are a Dean girl, correct? Yes. And initially at first glance, I thought that I might be. Uh, but then for a minute, I was like, oh, well, maybe I'm a Sam girl. And I tried that on 
Uh, but <laughs> nope, I am a Dean girl, and it's it's starting to ruin my life a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, I also thought there was no way I would be a Dean girl because he's way too clean cut for me, and uh, Jared Padalecki's look is a little more my type usually. But uh, once I kind of started in and got to know their characters, I just Dean is it for me. He's Are it. you? We're very rarely are we the same fangirl like we that we it's have true. the same wow we're both dean girls that's exciting i, I didn't, know we're i didn't expect team. that at all i feel like it might change down the road over over time sam's character has i mean just to kind of spell it out i'm, I'm going off on a tangent here but just to for those who are not familiar Dean's character, he's the older brother. He's kind of sarcastic and snarky. He's a bit of a badass. Um, he's very funny. Um, he has a lot of muscles. Very tongue in cheek. <laughs> he has some muscles. <laughs> Talking about personality here. Um, and Sammy is kind of sweeter. He's got way more of a conscience. Um, he's a bit more tortured. Uh, he didn't want to live the hunting life, but he kind of got dragged back into it by his brother. So I just kind of, I love him, but I found him very annoying at first. I'm like, stop having so many feelings. Um, but over time, his character develops, spoiler alert, like he does get a little more tough and interesting. So it, it may shift for me down the line, but still, I'm totally a Dean girl. Huh. And what I wanted to let you know um, is something you will find very fascinating. Um, so originally, it was intended for the brother's last name to be Harrison. Oh, boy. As a nod to actor Harrison Ford. Because the first Kripke, love of my fandom, basically. Exactly, because uh, Eric Kripke, the writer, wanted Dean to have the devil-may-care swagger of Han Solo. Oh, my God. So it all ties in for you. I knew I was home. I knew this is where I was supposed to be. <laughs> Um, so yeah, um, so the show focuses on the brothers, um, but there's several recurring characters that have become very, very beloved by the fandom. Um, so there's so many, but I'm just going to touch on a couple because otherwise this episode will be like seven hours long as we dive into like every character on the show. Um, so I'll go real quick. We got John Winchester, number one. So that's Sam and Dean's father, played by our good friend, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. <laughs> Um, <laughs> who you've read Space Erotica about Space before. Space Erotica. <laughs> we just can't say his name anymore, I think. It's ruined. I can't even um, look at him anymore. It's ruined. <laughs> <laughs> so he's Sam and Dean's dad. <laughs> um, and he's a seasoned hunter, basically trying to avenge the death of his wife, Mary Winchester. This is not a spoiler. It happens within the first episode. It's kind of like the root story of the whole series. So their mother, Sam and Dean's mother, is killed by a demon. And their father, John, spends the rest of his life trying to avenge her death and hunt down that demon and drags the boys along with him for that ride. Um, we also have uh, one of my absolute favorite characters, Mr. Bobby Singer. Have you met Bobby yet? You've met him, right? Is he... So this is where I'm confused. Um, he... In the end of season one, the boys go to him for help, right? Very likely, yes. But is he... Is he... <laughs> A marathon real fast. Is he British? Is he English? No. But... So I don't understand where his little catchphrase comes from. It's not, like that's a very... It's a very, like, English way of saying it. No. no. He's, like, he is, like, a bit of a redneck. 
Oh, okay. I can hear it now. Okay. Thank you for clearing that up. You're welcome. Yeah. So Bobby is, uh, he's played by actor Jim Beaver and he is a surly, grumpy, kind of rednecky, ultimately sweet at his core, but he's like a surly old bearded backwoodsman. Um, that is a longtime family friend of the Winchesters and is like a secondary father figure to the brothers. And he is probably one of my favorite characters and many people's favorite characters, as I've discovered. A lot of people love Bobby. And I'm, I've been watching the show with my friend AJ, who's like deep in the fandom and goes to conventions. So we, she's in Canada and we've been like hitting play at the same time and watching the shows in oh, tandem. That's fun. So we'll she's, have to do that sometime. Yeah, it's really fun. And then we react to things uh, in real time. And uh, every time Bobby appears on screen, we both start typing Bobby Aww. to each other because we love Bobby. Um, so that, that's a very strong character there. Uh, next we have Ellen and Joe Harvell. Um, I'm not sure if you've met them yet. I so have. You have. So yes. Ellen and Joe are a mother and daughter team played by Samantha Ferris and Alona Tal. Um, they're a mother and daughter hunter that uh, run a roadhouse in Nebraska. And Ellen was friends with John Winchester for many years, and so was her late husband And that story. I'm, I'm going to try to keep away from any spoilers. Um, and Joe was like a maybe sort of love interest for Dean, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's it's not really, it's like always kind of flirted with, but it doesn't really I read, necessarily um, go there. I read somewhere that uh, they were trying to like uh, uh, cultivate that storyline, but that uh, Jensen and the chick who plays Joe, I'm sorry, I can't remember her name. Um, Alona. Uh, they kind of they felt said it felt forced and they weren't really interested in in cultivating that storyline. I don't know if that's true. Oh. I read it I on the internet. I I have a feeling or I have heard whisperings that um that the fans didn't really fall in love with Joe. I can't stand in, in that her. way. I can't stand her. <laughs> I don't really like her that much either. She she grew on me. She grew on me later in the in the series. So give her a chance, but. I love Ellen. I love Ellen. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's amazing. pretty badass. I liked her. She can and so this, so this next character I'm going to mention is like a very small character, but he is my ultimate favorite character in the show. So you have, if you've been to the Roadhouse and you have met him, his name is Ash. Yes. He is my absolute all-time favorite Supernatural character. Really? Hands down. <clears throat> yes, he's amazing. Uh, so Ash, for those of you who don't know, very small bit character. He, I don't know if he lives at the roadhouse, but he's always at the roadhouse with Ellen and Joe. He has a sweet mullet, like a sweet mullet. Yeah, he is a tight. total redneck. He's hilarious. Uh, he steals everyone's beers. And he also happens to be an insane computer wizard that actually helps them uh, with a lot of their hunting because... Despite his weirdness and his funny backwoods looks, he's actually a genius, um, and he's amazing. And I just think he's the funniest, most awesome character. Um, there's just a couple more characters I'm going to touch on. The big one's coming up, but um, there's one character that is also another very small character that ha- has a huge impact on the fandom. I don't know if you've met him yet, but he is known as the Trickster. No. Um, later known as Gabriel, but I won't go into why. Um, so he is... A sort of, I don't know how to describe him. He has this weird sort of demon that 
is kind of responsible for some of the funniest episodes. So he'll, uh, he can change reality and like trick people. So he, he, at one episode, he, uh, Sam and Dean are in this weird, uh, alternate universe where they're in a bunch of different television shows. So they're like in a sitcom with a live audience. And then the next thing you know, they're in like a CSI type drama and the next they're in something else. So it goes through all of these things and they're stuck in this weird universe that the trickster has created. So he's very like very funny character. Um, and he really likes messing with the boys and, um, in real life, the actor, um, which is, his name is Richard Spate Jr., I believe, he um, he actually emcees all the conventions. So oh, really? despite his character actually having quite a small character arc on the show and only being in, I think, only about five or six episodes, um, he is still hugely a part of the fandom uh, community, and he actually emcees all the conventions and is like the big kind of kahuna in that world, which is cool. Uh, I can't wait for you to meet him. You'll love him. Uh, we got a couple of demons that are important. We've got Meg, um, who shows up in season one. Um, she's played by more than one actress over the series. There, that happens quite a bit with um, some of these characters. Um, and you've also got Ruby, who, once again, played by a couple different actresses. Um, and she's kind of a helpful demon that tries to sort of, she's on their side. Um, and she kind of has insight into the demon world. So... Um, at first, she is played by actress Katie Cassidy, um, but then in the her following character kind of arc, she's played by uh, an actress called Genevieve Cortez, who actually is now Genevieve Padalecki. So, <sighs> love was found <laughs> on the Supernatural set. That's wild. They really met yeah. on the set? They met on set. That's how they met. Aww. She was she was the second incarnation of uh, of Ruby, and yeah, I guess they were filming one of their first scenes together, and uh, Jared just thought she was the hottest thing he ever saw, and started dating her, and now that I think they've got three kids. Jesus, they got a couple kids. They've been married for ages. So that is super like cute. The premise of every fan fiction out there, <laughs> right? Right. Totally. Okay, I've got two more, three more, four more people to talk about that are important. Uh, the next one is Castiel, who we've mentioned a few oh, times. I love it. So Castiel, we're going to talk about him a lot today because he is, uh, and well, his the actor that plays him, Misha Collins, is an incredible human being. Um, so Castiel is a fallen angel. Uh, he shows up, I think, in season four. And so you got a ways to go before you meet him. Um, but his character's become one of the most popular characters in the show. Um, I as know, you know, not... It's kind of, not having seen or actually like met him in the series yet, I I feel like I know him intimately just from like the fan fictions and bopping around in this <laughs> fandom. Yeah, it's always kind of like Misha, Jared, and Jensen are always kind of like the face of the show. So he doesn't show up till uh, season four, but he is a, a huge, huge part of the show. Um, we also have um, Chuck. Um, so Chuck is a character played by Rob Benedict. Um, Chuck Shirley is his name. Um, and he's another character that, um, doesn't play a huge part in the show, but is just a beloved character in the fandom. So it's part of this kind of thing they do, which we'll talk about in a bit, um, where they do kind of meta episodes where, um, kind of real, like supernatural imitates real life. Um, so there's a storyline, sorry to spoil it for you where the the brothers find out there is a supernatural book series 
that basically is their entire lives and all of their hunting and it's all been written as this fictional book series so they track down the author because it's like he's predicting the future and uh that is chuck um and there's also fan fiction written about this supernatural book series in the show so they do kind of kind of poke fun at, at the fandom and what's going on in real life which i love um so Chuck is amazing. So he's basically a prophet and he has like seen everything that Sam and Dean do, but he didn't realize it was real life. Um, and so the actor, also, this actor also plays a big role in the convention. So he often co-MCs um, with the trickster um, at the conventions and events um, and also plays live with his band. Um, I hope I don't butcher this pronunciation. It's They're called Luden Swain. <laughs> um, so he's a singer and a guitarist for that band and they've become like a fan favorite. So awesome. he often will play with his band at the, at the conventions. Um, there's two more characters I would like to address. <laughs> uh, one being Crowley. Uh, you won't meet him for a while, but he is played by British actor Mark Shepard and he is one evil son of a gun. He is a terrible demon. Um, he is the king of the crossroads. So he is kind of the head of the demons that make a deal for your soul. So you say, okay, I want to have a million dollars. And they're like, okay. I want to have the most popular podcast on iTunes. <laughs> and they say, okay, we'll give you 10 years. And then after 10 years, the hellhounds will come and rip you to shreds. Hmm. Bowie is especially fond of the episodes that have hellhounds in them because they make him bark. Do they really? Um, yeah, he thinks mm. they're real dogs. It's very cute. Um, so just a fun fact about um, Mark Shepard. He is basically uh, sci-fi fandom royalty. He has been a character actor in so many huge shows. Um, for example, these are a few of the shows he has had characters in. The X-Files. Yes. Wow. Sliders. Star Trek. Voyager. Charmed, Firefly, Medium, Battlestar Galactica, Bionic Woman, Chuck, and Doctor Who. Just to name a couple of things. So he Jeez. is like the ultimate character actor in sci-fi. And he plays quite a big part in Supernatural. So that's pretty rad. And then one other character that I will mention is Sheriff Jody Mills. So um, I think her character develops more later in the series. Um, I have met her quite a few times now, but she's still quite a small character. Um, so she's a sheriff in um, Sioux Falls, which is where Bobby lives. And she has known Bobby Singer for a while and basically considers him like the town drunk and the nuisance. Um, so, But she does kind of fall into some of their hunts and knows what they do and kind of goes along for several rides. Um, but the cool thing about her is that the fandom kind of have banded behind her and she's actually now getting a spinoff show, which they're developing, uh, called Wayward Sisters. So really? it's kind of, yeah. So it's a, a female kind of spinoff of Supernatural, which sounds really, really cool. Uh, and the fandom's super excited about it. They've been rallying for it for a while. Nice. Good job, fandom. Yeah. Good job, fandom. Well done. Um, so yeah, other than that, I did want to just mention these meta episodes. They're one of my favorite things of the Supernatural show. Um, and it's something they're kind of known for doing and something that the fandom really loves. So they do this thing, which is called breaking the fourth wall. So if you're not familiar, that's basically an old theater term. So basically your stage set would consist of three walls and then 
the fourth wall is the invisible wall between you and the audience. So that's the thing that kind of keeps the characters in their worlds and pretending that there isn't an audience, pretending that the world they're in is real. So when you break the fourth wall, you are acknowledging that your world is fictional and acknowledging that the real world exists on the other side of it. So this is something Supernatural does really, really well in several episodes. They will, just like that one where there's fan fiction written about them in, in this one episode, uh, they have a super fan, Becky, that, you know, is just like crazy and writing, she writes slash fic about no! them. So <laughs> they do acknowledge and they're like, we, they know we're brothers, right? Like, they, so they acknowledge these things. Um, and so one of my favorite episodes um, is like the ultimate breaking of the fourth wall, which in which they are transported by, um, I, th- I believe it's by a demon, into an alternate universe, which is actually Supernatural, the TV show. So oh they gosh. are in Bobby's house, but then it's someone calls cut and it's a set. Everyone's calling them Jared and Jensen. They go to Jared's house and Genevieve, his wife, is there. And they're like, you married Ruby? Like, it's just, it's absolutely (laughs) amazing. So they are Sam and Dean inside the real world of Jensen and Jared. And it is like laugh out loud, hilarious and so cool. And I just, this is something I really appreciate about this show because I wasn't sure I would like it. Um, I'm like, you know, it's a CW show. It's just really, really pretty people. You know, I'm like, what is this? Like the OC trying to be the X-Files. But as I kind of started watching it and looking more into it, it's actually, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And I think that's what I really love about it. Like it's very cheeky. It's very funny. And uh, and yeah, it's just not trying to take itself seriously. Like they poke so much fun at things and and there's a lot of laughter as well as scares in it. And and just, yeah, reading more about the cast and the crew, it just seems like everyone is really genuine. Um, well, they, they have to have fans. a huge, you know, range to be able to do this, like, serious, dramatic, you know, I'm in season two, and it kind of hasn't gotten lighthearted yet, so they're very, mm-hmm. like, dramatic and angsty, and there's, you know, and to be able to flip the switch and do this comedic, like, almost like a sitcom uh, mm-hmm. version of their characters, they have... Uh, huge range of talent and I think that's amazing it's awesome and it's I I think I didn't watch Buffy please nobody punch me in the face but I think it's got that same kind of characteristic to it where it's it is very cheeky and lighthearted. even with all of its drama and all of its angst there's this like touch of camp to it that that has been embraced and I really really love that aspect of it and I mean it's working it's been it's going to be 13 seasons so yes Basically, the the fans just keep campaigning. The fandom of this particular show is just so, so enthusiastic. And so they band together so hard and they just keep on campaigning for this show to keep going. And and it just does. It just keeps keeps on going, Um, which is really, really cool and really a testament to the the, I think the the relationship of the creators and the, the actors with the fans and the fans just can't get enough. I can't get enough. I can't get enough. So now that I've done a lot of talking, let me sip my beer and um, tell me some things you've discovered. Um, so I had the terribly torturous and rigorous uh, task of 
reading all of the SPN family fan fiction. Oh my god, how terrible for you. It was so terrible. <laughs> I know how much you hate reading fan I fiction. I hate reading fan fiction. I have other stuff to do. I don't have time for this. Um, I'm obviously kidding. I live for fan fiction. Uh, my, it was kind of daunting at first. This fandom is so big. It's so much bigger than any other fandom I've ever really been a part of. Um, mm-hmm. So I, as a result, there's so much fan fiction. Uh, and there's uh, uh, definitely, like, common themes that I kept finding over and over again. Um, a lot of those themes were, like, which I think is cute, uh, the sister sister fix, um, where you're the, usually the reader or an original female character, an OFC, uh, is... <clears throat> there's no romantic interest. There's no love interest. I mean, she might have a crush on Cass, but... Um, mm-hmm. So she just goes along with her brothers, and they are very protective, and it's... Oh, that's cute. So cute. It's so sweet. Um, I love that. So she's just, like, along for the adventure. She's a hunter, too? Yeah, she's a hunter, too. Cool. And, um, and, you know, uh, Dean is usually, like, the kind of, like, big brother that'll get you in a headlock and give you a noogie. And then Sam mm-hmm. is, like, the serious, like, when you need to talk about your feelings, brother. That's obviously who you go talk to. Um, that sounds about right. What yeah. happens when you develop intimate feelings for your brother, Dean, though? <laughs> <laughs> Has that been written? Or is that just me I'm going to dark places? I'm sure. Jesus. I'm sure it's out there. I couldn't find any. But uh, almost want almost want to pause this shit and go look for it right now. Um, another common trope that I keep finding are a demon reader, and usually if you wanted to search the tags on Tumblr, it's written demon exclamation point reader or demon exclamation point OFC. So that is like Sam Dean or Castiel, and the, um, you know, they're, they have developed a friendship with a demon. Um, that's another, like, common trope that I've found. Uh, the other ones are like, you're a fellow hunter and your paths cross, so you're a badass chick, or the reader is a badass chick, um, the OFC is a badass chick, and they just join forces with the Winchesters. I love, I love the amount of like strong female characters people are writing, like a lot of really strong, cool OFCs. It's not just like the damsel in distress. I have yet to come across the damsel in distress, like a weak uh, really? OFC. Yeah, I have that it. That is awesome. It's, it really is. One of the cuter ones that I first stumbled upon was um, Daddy Dean and Daddy Sam. And it's so freaking cute. So either, like, I found this one, uh, I can't remember the name of it. Dean is um, a single dad. It's like an AU, Dean's a single dad. And the OFC, you know, sees him with this cute cute little girl, and it's so adorable. Or, um, you know the OFC has a kid and they're dating Dean or Sam and their Dean and Sam are really cute with the kid. So those are, that's another great trope that this fandom uh, uses frequently. That's really Um, cute. It is cute. So then um, my favorite fix that I found, um, actually before we get into favorite fix, I want to talk about, Mm -hmm. um, do you want me to do ships, the popular ships? Yeah, or do you want me to it. keep staying on fix? Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the most popular ships um, I found are Destiel, which is Dean and Castiel. Okay. 
and Wincest. <laughs> yep. I've heard about it. I, I've heard that it exists. I don't. So have you read some Wincest? I did. You are such a dedicated, dedicated researcher. Right. So remember in the last episode, um, it's part of like my growing process where I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm not going to, you know, hate a ship or have any sort of preconceived. I'm just going to keep an open mind. Somewhere mm-hmm. out there is a fangirl just like me and she ships this shit and and she is welcome to that. So I did find a beautiful, it's, I, the couple that I read were very well done. Um, they weren't just, uh, PWP, although I'm, I know <laughs> that those are out there, um, but the one that I did read that I loved um, was by uh, uh, Tumblr user Hold Me Sam That Was Beautiful, all one word, no spaces or dashes, Hold Me Sam That Was Beautiful. It's a two-part um, fic, and uh, there's a lot of pining, which I love. So I love, like, I love angsty fix, and pining mm-hmm. is so close to angst that I just, you know, I think it was, I can't remember now which one was pining for which one, but one of the brothers was pining for the other ones, and it was kind of like, I think it was Sam said that he was in love with someone, and Dean gets all, like, bent out of shape because he has feelings for Sam that he shouldn't because Sam's his brother, and he so he's got all this jealous streak running through him, and then uh, come to find out, you know, Sam reveals that the person he's in love with is Dean and they're, mm-hmm. you know, love each other. And it just, for, for being an, an incest fic, which is such an uncomfortable topic, uh, it, it really was lovely. Like, re- <laughs> really well, well written. Yeah, well are written. We gonna, are we going to link to some of these in the, in the blog? Yeah, so, um, so... Destiel is yes. probably the hugest ship, and I think it's so cute. I've I've read um, some people that answered our survey wrote in that Misha ships Destiel, so I googled it, and oh, I said, does he? "He does Misha really ship Destiel?" And there's this adorable video on YouTube of Misha, and he's says a lot of people asking if I ship Destiel, and I absolutely <laughs> do, and then he Aww. like turns around and walks into like a mailboxes etc with this like sausage in his hand that's made by the company that makes the sausage is Destiel and he like (laughs) slaps it on the counter (laughs) and he says I want to ship this and the guy like puts it in a box (laughs) I love oh it's so great it's such a great it's so good like the fact that he acknowledges and you know doesn't like um the other fandom I think that I, all of them do all of them they all just do kind and of take it all in stride so great like the Sherlock fandom kind of likes to pretend that John Lockers don't exist the writers you know downright refuse that it's ever going to be canon they just I love that fandom I love that show but this is something that the Supernatural fandom like really perfects this interaction with their fans and um, they don't alienate anybody, and it's just so wonderful. So, um, mm-hmm. so Destiel is uh, definitely the biggest fic. I haven't, I haven't met. Can I? Um, so, may, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna jump in because you haven't met Castiel right yet. Right. Uh, Castiel yet, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> had a few sips of this beer. Um, so, do you mind if I give you like a little spoiler just to give you? I mean, you've probably I love spoilers. I love spoilers. Tell me all okay. the spoilers. 
so anyone that's about to watch this show and doesn't want to know anything, first off, maybe don't listen, although I'm going to try to keep it mostly spoiler-free, and clearly I'm only to season seven, so please don't spoil things for me either. But um, just to give you some backgrounds, or anyone that's listening that has never seen the show, so Dean obviously is one of the brothers. Uh, he's a hunter, a uh, hunter of demons and etc. Castiel is a an angel. So there are a lot of like religious themes in the show, which is interesting for me because I'm not a religious person. <laughs> um, but it, it Wait, is you're very not? interesting. You're no, not a- I'm not. Oh gosh. <laughs> There's a lot of biblical references. There's a lot of kind of good versus evil. But it's it's done in a tasteful way. It's not shoving anything down anyone's throat, in my opinion. But um, so Castiel is an angel, uh, and okay. So spoiler alert: Dean dies. No! Oh no! <laughs> Uh, another spoiler alert, everyone that dies in Supernatural comes back usually, so, like, don't freak out. There's a lot of dying, like, over and over and over. Dean actually dies. There's an episode. Just, you'll see. It's great. Those who are listening that know, know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, Dean dies a lot. So he dies. He goes to hell. And it turns out Castiel is the angel that had, that brings him back. So Castiel and Dean do have a very close relationship. They, Castiel helps them with a lot of things. He's kind of on call. But his relationship with Dean is a lot closer than with Sam. And there are little jokes and innuendos made throughout the show. Nothing overt, but, you know, little kind of moments that I can see why the fandom would ship them. So that's their connection. They are those two specifically are extremely, extremely connected, and Castiel becomes like a very strong member of kind of their family and like a brother to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess it's sort of a bit more incest for you. There you but, go. But just just to give you and and more so the listeners that aren't familiar with the show just some context of of what Destiel is. I can't wait to meet him. I can't wait to see the two of them on screen because this could be this could be the the slash. This could be my <gasps> this slash. This is your slash ship? I want it to be a slash. This is my slash ship. So I read um there is the number one uh all time greatest ever uh Destiel <gasps> fic. Um oh, uh it's called Twist and Shout. I couldn't okay. find it on Tumblr, um, but it is on AO3 archive of our own if you google twist and shout um I don't have the I didn't write down the author's name because I'm a asshole but um if we'll you go link on, to it in the blog absolutely we will if you go on to AO3 and just google twist and shout Destiel it comes right up and it's so long it's a long 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 story uh I'm assuming that anybody listening to this that has that ships Destiel has read it a couple of times um, I've seen a bunch of memes. I've seen enough memes to know that it doesn't end good. It appears to be kind of like a sad fic. Um, but I read the first couple chapters, and it's just so beautiful. They, this, These authors, it's written by two authors, they do such a good job. It's set around the time of the Vietnam War, so it's like in the early 60s, where obviously homosexuality is not widely accepted. Um, and it touches on that. That's a huge, you know... Um, theme in the story and uh Cass and Dean falling in love and um with the backdrop of the Vietnam War which plays a big role um so that was 
uh, for somebody that that struggles with slash it was I found it to be a beautiful fic and highly recommend it and um, I do plan on finishing it it just is so long so I'm just kind of chipping away at it um, I've just looked it up while you were talking about it and the authors are Gabriel and Stand By Me oh, on AO3 no crabs and we will link to that on the blog. So check out our blog on fandombaselife.com. Every episode we do, we're going to link to uh, different books and articles that we've used for research, um, as well as if we mention fix, we will obviously link to the fix so you can jump in and read some of this great work that we found. So those are the uh, most popular ships would be the Destiel and the Windcest. But I have mm-hmm. this list that I've gathered of uh, some of the other ships. Okay. Um, and there are a lot of characters in here that I don't know, but um, ooh, tell me, tell me, okay. maybe I know some of them. So before I get going, um, I think it was your friend Zoe who answered mm-hmm. um our survey questions, yeah. And she said, uh, I, the question was, does uh, the supernatural fandom have its own special language? And she said, um, maybe all of our portmanteaus. Do you know what a portmanteau is? <laughs> I don't. Please tell I me. Don't. Please tell me. <laughs> what? I googled it. Because uh, okay. I didn't know either. I was um, gonna say, did you did you just ask me that question on the spot and then no. not Google it to tell me? <laughs> oh my god, that I would be bad at Cruel. podcasting if I did Cruel. that. Um, so it's a word blending the sounds and combining the meanings of two others. For example, motel, which is a combination of motor and hotel, or brunch, which is obviously breakfast and lunch. Right. So Castiel is a portmanteau because it combines. Dean and Castiel. Wincest. You mean Destiel. Yeah, what did I say? Castiel. Well, Destiel, obviously. And then Wincest is uh, a portmanteau that combines Winchester and incest. And incest. So mm-hmm. all of these cute um, uh, OTP names that we were talking about, those are all actually are portmanteaus. Portmanteaus. So we're learning. We're learning and we're growing. English. Yay. <laughs> That's a big word, too. Um, and then I had to uh, write it out phonetically so I would pronounce it uh, correctly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here they are. It's uh, Sastiel, which obviously is Sam and Castiel. Yeah, um, okay. Debriel, which looks like Dean, Dean and Gabriel. Gabriel. Sam yeah. Sam-a-fer. Oh, Sam and Lucifer. Oh, that's interesting. Lucifer, I should have mentioned Lucifer in the beginning. Lucifer is a very, very big character that comes into play uh, kind of down the line, middle of the series. And uh, the actor that plays him is great. It's He's a horrible character, but the actor that plays him, uh, and forgive me, I don't have his name off the top of my head, uh, just does such a brilliant job of making him this lovable, hated character. Um, so and And he does have a special relationship with Sam, so I can see where that comes from. It seems like uh, Lucifer is another fan fav- fan favorite in the fandom. Yeah. They call him Lucy, which I they do call him Lucy. Yes, uh, I would. Yeah, I hope we have made the caveat clear that we don't know everything yet, and we are learning, and we are doing our best. So, and we're uh, gonna stick with this. We're gonna see this one through. Oh, to the dude, end. I'm finishing this. I can't. Yeah. I gotta finish. I gotta get ready for October. I'm in. I'm. I'm in. It's over for me. <laughs> <laughs> um. So those are the most popular ships. Some of the less popular ships are um, Meg Steel, which are Meg and Kaz. Uh, the Demon Meg. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. There's a reason for that. 
there's like a couple moments that they share that are kind of angsty. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Dean and Lisa, um, which in all the oh, Lisa, all of the <laughs> God, all of the um, AU fix that I've read uh, don't really paint Lisa in a great light. So I'm I'm interesting to meet her and find out what their interaction is all about. Another uh, Lisa is lovely. I've heard. Okay, so I. Uh, from what I understand, and forgive me if I'm overstating fandom, um, I think there is a sort of theme where when the show writes in love interests for the characters, the fandom is none too pleased. I think they want the boys to be happy, but I think they also don't want to see them with a female. Well, I think maybe character. we have high standards. Like we have yeah, very high just like nobody is good enough except for, for us. Like except me. for us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa is like a big uh, player in the game for a while and she I think she's a lovely character and her and Dean are very sweet. She is a love interest of Dean's. Oh my god, uh, it makes me just thinking about it makes me want to throw up so I think I'm one of those people. So this is why. This is this is like what you do with Dave Grohl and his wife when you write fan fiction. You're yep. not nice nope. to the real love nope. interest. So, sorry, I keep sidetracking you, but just I'm filling you in on the, the bits and pieces that I do know. Um, but I feel like I'm in good company because there's a one of the answers on our um, – uh, survey that we did was uh, Dean right. and anyone else. <laughs> it was a less popular ship, and I can get Nobody behind wants that. Dean with anyone. No, just me. Maybe that's why there's so much slash in this fandom, because they just don't want. I can't. You know, I they've can't. tried to put Dean with Joe. No, they tried nope. to put Dean with Lisa. No, nope. uh, I don't know if there's further things down the line for me, but yeah, it just seems the fandom does not want him to have a, a love. So speaking of Dean, yeah, let's talk about Dean. Let's talk about Dean. Um, I I once I discovered that I was a so I don't know if it's just I felt like there's a lot more Dean fic out there than Sam, um, and I don't know if that's just the tumblers that I was kind of running into. I don't know. Um, I found a lot of of really good Dean fic and a handful of really good Sam fics. Um, and I think that these, uh, fan fics that I was reading kind of like helped push me right over the edge into being like a full fledged <laughs> Dean girl. It's um, funny how fan fiction does that for us, isn't it? Oh my God. It really like brings it to life and makes it sort of like a, a tangible, makes you feel things that the show doesn't make you feel like I, yeah. I was reading, um, uh, the, uh, it's called Professor Winchester uh, on Tumblr by such a common mm-hmm. girl, such dash a dash common dash girl. Uh, and I had a stomach ache and it was oh. so good. And it was making me feel so many things that like my stomach was hurting and it was, and I couldn't really talk to you about it because I wanted to save it for this, but it was, it was so good. The, sh- this writer captures Dean's speech perfectly. Like I could hear him in my head thing the things that he was saying in this fan fiction it had a great plot it was well developed um it had a ton of tension and angst which i love i think nice. that's what gave me the stomach ache was all the tension um <laughs> and she just did a really good job like anytime it she would reference um 
Professor Winchester Dean leaving her like a note, she would like take a picture of a handwritten note. It was really cute. So that would be in the middle of the story as you were reading. Um, Can I read you uh, an excerpt? From oh my this, god, yes, please. This Dean, Professor Dean. Okay. Please. So this is, just to confirm, so this is AU, obviously. Dean yes. is a professor. And is it with an OFC? Nope, it's with a reader. The reader. Oh, so, reader. Okay, got it. So Dean, Professor Dean slash reader. Yes. Um, cool. Yay. So Story good. Time. So just to kind of like give you a little bit of background, she is, uh, there's def- she's his student. He's the professor. They're in college. Uh, there's definitely a mutual attraction that they're both trying to like shove down because it's inappropriate for a student to have a relationship with their professor. Um, but Dean kind of can't help himself, asks her to be his, uh, you know, teaching assistant, and so therefore she's got to go to his office and help him out with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so on this particular day, she goes to his office, and um, and then uh, this happens. Um, so she, something happens, and they run into each other and trip and fall, and Dean catches her uh, and falls on the floor. And then this is uh, where I'm going to pick up the story. Okay. Okay, ready? Yes. You laugh out, mostly embarrassed at what just happened. You cannot believe you just fell on your face in front of the school's most attractive professor, the one who's been showing more than a little interest in you. You're about to sputter out more apologies when you feel something poking against your stomach. Oh, my God. (laughs) You just went right in. I just died right in. You begin to blush, realizing why something is poking your stomach. He's lying (laughs) on the ground beneath you. You're on top of him. Your cleavage is popping out of your shirt. Your legs are straddled around him. Your clothing covered groin almost directly above his own hardening legs. His left arm is holding you tightly. Why are you doing this? (laughs) His hand gripping your lower back as his eyes travel from your breasts to your eyes. You can feel yourself getting turned on immediately, your face becoming flushed. You look away from him immediately, not wanting to see how flustered not wanting him to see how flustered he's getting you. Allison flustered. He whispers out. (laughs) His tone completely different than before. It's more serious. His joking and laughing tone from moments prior has disappeared. Look at me. You take a deep breath, turning to face him. His eyes have become darker, less filled, and in this moment you know that if you don't stop now, you'll have no self-control left. Dean, you say softly, your eyes glancing down to his lips. Tell me to stop, his voice shakes. Tell me to stop and I'll let go. We can forget this happened. (laughs) I, you trail off. God, you want this. You want this so bad. Fuck it. Don't stop. His lips smash against yours, his hands instantly traveling down to cup your ass and pull you closer to him. (laughs) Your lips move together in perfect rhythm, his tongue swiping across your bottom lip. You part your mouth slightly, not even attempting to fight for dominance as you allow him access. His tongue expertly explores your mouth. (laughs) And then I just have to stop there because it gets a lot more graphic. Um, but oh, shit. You need to, you need to warn someone before you just drop <laughs> them into, like, PWP worlds. That was, that actually. Dad, it, don't listen to this. Don't listen. It was so good. And even though it does get a little bit more smutty, it's not, it's not 
um, untasteful. Like it's it's so it's not too gra it's not overly graphic. It's not overly gross. It's so well written, and I just like I chose this passage from chapter four because it's so, it just kind of like shows the tension and how the tension is about to break and like the buildup for four chapters to this one part where they finally kissed is so lovely and so excruciating. It's so good. Um, and you know, as the, as the fit goes on, they face their challenges about, you know, struggling with being professor and student relationship. It's really, really well done. So I encourage you guys to uh, check that out. Yeah. I'll be checking that out right after we finish. <laughs> <laughs> so then the next, AU, apparently I'm trash for uh, Dean AU, um, is by RavenGirl95 <clears throat> on Tumblr. All one word, RavenGirl95. Uh, it's okay. called Hold On. She has two. She has two really good ones that I'm, I'm reading um, the arrangement right now, which is Dean is, um, he's like the CEO of a company. His grandfather's going to cut him out of his will. If he doesn't uh, get married and have a girlfriend, and so they, he gets like this secretary uh, who is the reader to pretend to be his girlfriend, uh, and the rest, I'll leave the rest up to your imagination. Check it Ooh, out. I like that. It's called The Arrangement. It's really good. Um, and the other one I read was called Hold On, I'm Coming um, by, it's uh, uh, named after the song by Sam and Dave uh, from the 1960s, and... It's, uh, Dean Winchester is a firefighter. Okay. Oh, God, it was so good, too. This one is really good. <laughs> and I have, I have an, uh, an excerpt here, uh, for all you girls that want to know what, uh, it would be like to be saved by Dean Winchester, the firefighter. Uh, so I'm going to read yeah. it to you now. So just to catch okay. you up, um, it, this happens right at the beginning of the story. She and her dog, um, are in the car. There's a car crash. During the car crash, um, the dog jumps out and runs away and is later found to be no. fine. He's fine. Okay, good. Um, so Thank she's you. in the car. EMS is responding. Okay. Hey, a quiet voice said, and you glance up to find Dean right there, crouched right outside your window. Just keep looking at me, Allison. You're going to be okay. Can you take a couple deep breaths for me? You obeyed, wincing at the pain in your side. Where did that hurt? Dean asked, his scrutinizing gaze picking up on your movement. Right side, you gasp. One of the paramedics was getting into the car right behind you, but Dean kept your attention, talking you through what they were doing. They put a collar around your neck and slid a board behind you to stabilize your spine. Then, with the paramedics keeping you still and Dean's fire coat draped over you, Benny and some other others used the jaws of life to rip the car apart. It was incredibly loud, but Dean was crouched next to you, having yanked open the door, holding your hand. You tell me if anything hurts, okay? He half shouted over the noise. It shouldn't, but they'll stop if it does. You agreed, but you were pretty well distracted by the way Dean looked in his navy blue t-shirt, red suspenders <laughs> looped over broad shoulders, his jacket draped over you to protect you from any debris or sparks they created while trying to free you, smelled like smoke and old spice. You were actually beginning to feel okay about things, except for Jethro, that's the dog, being missing. Aww. Finally, the car groaned and the pressure on your legs was relieved. There was a flurry of activity as they braced you against the backboard and pulled you slowly from the vehicle, Dean taking his coat back but staying glued to your side. 
Then you were loaded into the stretcher and wheeled towards the ambulance. Kaz, we got a lot of blood over here, Dean said as the world began spinning and you shut your eyes against the dizziness. Someone swore and Dean was shouting your name, but you were so tired you could barely open your eyes. Something heavy settled across your leg and, and the sudden pressure on your side sent shooting pain through you. Your eyes opened and you gasped, trying to arch away from the cause of the pain, only to see Dean leaning over you, his hands pressed, pressing a gauze, a wad of gauze against your side. A relieved smile fell across his face as you met his gaze. Thought I lost you there for a second, sweetheart. Stay with me, okay? Someone's here to mm. see you. Just as you said that, a wet nose met your cheek, followed by a rather insistent tongue. Bowie! <laughs> well, Jethro, uh, in the story, your dog's name is it, Jethro. Well. His name is Bowie. So that's my, that was my uh, firefighter AU Dean fic. Uh, of course, uh, her dad, I believe, is Bobby in this AU and oh, doesn't approve of her seeing. Uh, Bobby is also the chief firefighter, doesn't approve of his daughter dating one of his firefighters. It's really cute. It's really good. That makes sense. Um, the imagery of Dean, oh, God. I cannot. <laughs> I like that there's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's a Dean. I like that there's a Dean and a dog. Speaking of one of those Ds, there's a, a dog that has woken up from his little nap and is now being very cute in my lap. Oh, good boy. If you're interested uh, in some Sam Fick, I highly recommend... Um, an AU that Star Lately on Wattpad wrote called Haven, S-T-A-R-L-A-T-E-L-Y. Uh, again, that's mm-hmm. on Wattpad. It's called Haven. It's a slow burn. It's killing me. It's it's a work in progress. Um, oh no! It's a it's an AU where they both end up in Boston, the best place on the planet, <gasps> and my my hometown. And they um, they're friends, but. It's it's just such a slow burn and it's really good. So that's a really good Sam fic that I'm uh, I read in one sitting uh, at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> Highly recommend that one. As you do. <laughs> and uh, and so yeah, there's just countless other amazing, amazing, amazing fics that I've stumbled upon. Uh, the ones that I read out loud, I did get permission from the authors to uh, give them a shout out and read their fics on our podcast. So um, thank you, girls. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, so that's the amazing and angsty and fluffy and shippy world of uh, supernatural fan fiction. I love it. I'm super into it. I can't wait to finally read it now that I can do that. I'm going to send you all the links. Yes, please. Hey guys, Sarah here. Turns out we had so much to discuss about Supernatural that we split our chat into two episodes. Tune in next Friday when we discuss the incredible impact Supernatural has had on not only its fans, but also its stars. Until then, you can keep up with all things Fandom Based Life at FandomBasedLife.com, on Twitter at FandomBasedLife, or on Facebook.com slash FandomBasedLife. This podcast is completely independent, which means we record edit, produce, and fund everything ourselves. If you'd like to support us and this podcast and receive special patron-only blog posts and maybe even an on-air shout-out, head to patreon.com slash fandom-based-life. Thank you for listening and keep on living that fandom-based life. And don't forget... 
driver picks the music. Shotgun shuts his cake hole. Bye. Bye.